Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a very good day to you. This is Brad Zockel with Zulon International Bible Institute Ministries, especially on the Heaven Tour. And if you've been with me in our podcast, we've been talking about the book of Revelation, and it's very important that I take you through verse by verse so that you might understand this wonderful book. Now, there's a lot of people that say, well, this is a very scary book, and yes, it is, because God's a God of justice if you are not clear and clean with Yahweh. If you don't find Jesus as your Savior, he will be your judge. And so I can't say, oh no, it's just, there's nothing scary about it. Of course, the judgments are uh, incredible to grasp and our finite minds can't understand the magnitude when we see vast areas of judgment falling upon the globe during this time, this seven-year time. The Greek word is thlipsis, and it literally means the pressure. It has been used down through church history as called the Great Tribulation, capital G, capital T. Now, we're moving into Revelation chapter 8, and I've been very, very careful to give you as much detail as I can from the scriptures and cross-references on what this is about. What I'm going to do, first of all, is read to you Revelation chapter 8. I'm going to take you down to the... 10th verse here as we are are reading about this. You would title this chapter to be about trumpets. This is the final of the first row of judgments called the seal judgments. So this is talking about the seventh seal introducing something about trumpets. And I'm going to begin reading. When the lamb broke, the lamb being Jesus, when the lamb broke the seventh seal, There was silence in heaven for about a half an hour, and I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel came and stood at the altar holding a golden censer, and much incense was given to him, so that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints went up before God out of the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, and filled it with the fire of the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there followed peals of thunder, and sounds, and flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound them. The first sounded, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and they were thrown to the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up. And a third of the trees were burned up, and all of the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded. And something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. And a third of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell upon a third of the rivers and upon the springs of waters. In here, we see this fraction, keep coming here, a third of the waters, a third of the earth, a third of the trees. However, we also find something else. All the green grass is burned up. What in the world are we talking about? 
did we see anything going on up till now of people being harmed? Well, not yet. And yet, wouldn't people be affected by this? Yeah, absolutely. See, when things go around in God's judgment around us many times, even as Christians, it causes us to reflect and realize, I could have been uh, within this judgment, and yet I'm affected by this. And so here there is a pause of reflection here. We'll talk some more about that. Now let's go through it, and let's talk about this in this time of judgment as we see. We're in Revelation chapter 8, and as we're reading here, let's start with the idea that there was a pause. What does this mean? Now you see, we saw the scroll, this scroll here, and the it had seven seals on it. Seven is the number of completeness. As a matter of fact, when you look through the scriptures in this passage here, you see a lot of symbolism. First of all, I'll remind you, there are lightnings and thunderings coming from the throne, and we saw that back in Revelation chapter 4. But now as we're taking a look at this, this in Revelation chapter 5, you remember, Jesus claimed that scroll, and that scroll had seals on it, seven of them meaning completeness. What was this? Complete judgment. And as we talked about how you would open up this scroll, each time you'd open up a seal, a new section would be introduced. That's what's happening here. One by one, we walk all the way through. Revelation chapter 6 tells us this. We walk through the seals. They're being opened up one by one. One's open. You see what happens. The second one's open. You see what happens. Move by that. They weren't open all at once, you know, and then one judgment came. Now, when that happened, then you're wondering, okay, now we come to the seventh one, and the scroll will finally be open. But then you have Revelation chapter 7, which is like a parenthesis. It just kind of stops the action. It introduces the 144,000 missionaries, which will then go on an evangelistic crusade on the earth during this time to be able to show those. Now, you'll also see a further description of them in Revelation chapter 14. These are of the Jewish faith. They are male, they are celibate, and they are Jewish in tribe-specific tribes. There's no doubt as to the identification of them. And then there is, after all of that introduction and you finish up chapter 7, well, the pause continues. So something must be going on here when we see this. The idea is it's about a half an hour, but I want you to think about this. Whenever I was teaching in the academy a number of years ago, when I first came to this academy in eastern Tennessee, and I went by a room after school, and there were about 20 students just sitting, staring straight ahead, or somewhere glancing at the clock, weren't moving at all. It was detention. And the detention as ordered by the administration was to sit in a seat and not do a thing. You couldn't do your homework. You couldn't talk or anything. You had to sit. And based upon your infraction, you sat there for 20 minutes, a half an hour, an hour. Students would come out of there and tell me, they'd say, Dr. Zocco, you have no idea how torturous this is. I hate detention. And so I'd ask them kind of gleefully, why? And they said, When you can't do anything, everything draws out so long, so, so long. Well, you're seeing something here in the estimation of time. Was this a half an hour? Oh, John says, well, it's about a half an hour. You'll notice that two oft-repeated words all the way through, well, for example, the King James Version, two oft-repeated words in Revelation are like and as. 
because he's making an estimation. This is what it seems like here. Half an hour is going, and it lets us know this is something's about to happen, because we already know there has been activity all over the place. Revelation chapter 6, martyrs asking the Lord uh, what's going on. There's a conversation with God the Father himself. There's a rewarding to them, and also in Revelation chapter 6, there's heavenly praise by the living ones, the special uh, heavenly beings that are apart from angels, and they're celebrating in Revelation chapter 4, for example. Revelation chapter 5, even angels are saying, now it's quiet. Now it's absolutely quiet. It says, and I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and they were given trumpets. Each one was given a trumpet, given seven trumpets. Now, we take a look at this, and we're wondering, what does a trumpet symbolize? Well, as I told you before, one of the symbols, one, one of the meanings of the symbol of the trumpet throughout the scriptures, I mean, we've talked about symbols before. The number seven means the, the number of completeness. Three is also the number of completeness. Um, you see here gold is being mentioned. Anytime you see gold, that represents deity. And you will see other different uh, uh, symbols. The throne, anytime you see a throne in the book of Revelation, it, it occurs about 42 times. It symbolizes authority the right to do these judgments. And trumpets, well now, they could call for gathering, they could call for attack, they were wartime attention-getters. Anytime you see a trumpet, it really symbolizes something big is about to happen. And that's what's going on here. And we see seven, a complete number, the number of completeness, there is going to be important history-shaking events going on here. All right, but then another angel comes along, in verses 3 through 6, and this other angel, and it says, another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden, there you go, gold represents deity, altar, which was before the throne, all right? Now, in this, when we take a look at this, we see this other angel is being set apart on here, when it uses the term another angel, it just simply means there's a, a, a different angel other than these seven that has been called in. So we're looking at eight angels within this scene right now. But there's something different about what he's doing. When you see him holding the golden censer, it contains the ability to emanate smoke from incense, hence the term censer. And in there, so we look through the Bible, and here's another symbol. When you see incense, such as when Noah was offering sacrifices, and the smoke rose up of that incense of this, and it pleased God, it represents prayers. Many times you will intertwine the appearance of incense with prayer on this. And so it's saying this, and it intimates it very clearly. What has happened is through the ages Prayers have been, Lord, show justice. Lord, show righteousness. And it looks like here, it's being answered. All right. When we uh, see this, there is a continual yearning to the Lord. It's almost like when we see there are prayers and there is groaning for our deliverance. Romans chapter 8 says in, in uh, verses 19 through 22 that the whole earth, the whole creation, all groans for freedom to be let out. And no doubt people pray that way. But here is preying upon the justice 
upon others. We know in Revelation chapter 6, the martyrs cry to the Lord, why do you not have justice? And we see here, this could be the prayers of calling for God's justice. So what happens? Well, it seems that way because we see the answer in that kind. The angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. So when we see this, we see fire, any time in the Bible, represents holy judgment. Holy judgment. Look at it. Sodom and Gomorrah, holy judgment as fire comes down. Burning bush, holy judgment upon those that would oppress Israel and make them slaves. And here we see holy judgment coming from the altar, and that judgment's going to hit the earth then, thrown back down to the earth. And all the judgment comes, and that will start off the realization that God indeed does not go back on his promise that right will be done. They, then we see the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepare themselves to sound, and they are going to go one by one, are going to start moving things by sounding. And that, my friends, is what we're going to talk about the next time we're together here in our next podcast, talking about the judgments of God in the uh, seventh seal. Thank you so much. This is Brad Zockel. I appreciate your support. Be sure to listen to me on TikTok Live, 8.30 a.m. weekdays from 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9.30. And then right now we are having YouTube Live straight up at noontime Eastern Standard Time. Hope you can join us then. Thank you so much. If you want to know more about our ministry, Zulon.org, X-U-L-N-O-R-G. Thank you so much. This is Brad. Take care and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, Zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.